Hi, and welcome to We Didn't Come we Here. We didn't come here to make friends. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you got it out, so we're going to keep it that way. Because <laughs> it's so dumb. I think everyone will love it. Yeah, anyway, okay, so we just started our podcast. We're very remote um, because we're we're practicing social distancing since Ms. Corona has just fucked everything up for everyone. Yep, in the time of Corona. In the time of Corona. Oh my gosh, I know this is like the first time I've actually got to really like see your face in like weeks really i know i miss your face and i miss your presence i know it's it's been weird we're never usually like this far away from each other even though we're literally a half a block from each other currently i know it's just did you did you see my snap when i was walking by your house the other day yes i did i love that that's like our thing now like when we go take our little like state approved walks we like snapchat each other's apartment buildings and are like hello you're here you know you're here hello i miss you yeah we're like we're ridiculous but i love it did you um have you seen sweeney todd have i seen sweeney todd <laughs> it just reminds me of when he's like singing to what's her face it's like mrs lovett no, no, no. Like, I feel Oh, Joanna! Joanna. Oh, my God. I, I, like, got to the end of that movie and, like, was ready for, like, both of them to die. Because, like, they were just so obnoxious. <laughs> I know. Because they I were know. just like, Joanna! I was like, give me a break. This always happens in musicals. Because it's like in Les Mis and freaking Cosette and Marius get out. And everybody else dies. I know. I know. It's just, you know... It's- well that's topical right now isn't it (laughs) yep anyway i mean this is just nuts i like i mean of course like i'm happy to do like i've said i think i've said this in the podcast one of the podcasts before like i'm happy to do whatever we need to do to like keep people safe and and you know protect the masses but like it has been a hard road to be just in my house yeah it's like, uh, I've seen those, like, memes where it's like, white woman eating yogurt in bed is like, oh, this is like prison. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I know. I'm like, oh, it's not like that, but it just right. feels strange. Yeah, it's just, it's it's like a weird thing to feel like outside is dangerous. It's, it's like, it's kind of like, have you ever seen that movie, uh, The Happening? With Mark Wahlberg yes. and Zoe Deschanel. I love that movie, even though, like, everybody hates it. I love it's it. so dumb. <laughs> but I loved it. Like, I just loved it. Because it was just, like, it was just so dumbly scary. Because like, then I was like, oh, dude, what if the world did fucking turn on our asses and start trying to kill us? Like, that's intense. I mean, yeah. So, I feel like that's what it is right now. Except, like, <laughs> I say that as I have my windows open. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird, a weird time we're living in. Just a weird time. It is very strange. So. Is that too loud? I don't know. I think it's, I don't care. Listen, we're, the people should just be happy that we're podcasting for them. Listen, I'm thirsty. I'm trying to keep hydrated. I keep forgetting to eat and drink water. 
drink water, so. Yeah, she's a thirsty bitch, guys. You just got to let her have her moment, okay? I'm just thirsty. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> Thursday. Anyway, oh, God, I used to love that because I was not a thirsty Thursday college kid. And so it was, like, always so funny, like, living on campus and seeing, like, knowing it was Thursday and knowing that, like, because we were a dry campus. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we nobody could, like, rage on the on campus at all. But, like, there were bars, like, strategically placed all around campus. <laughs> so, like, right. those would be, like, chock full. But, yeah, Thirsty Thursdays, a lot of time. Ugh. Nope, that wasn't my college experience either. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was the awkward kid that then finally, like, did my glow up towards the end. <laughs> and then it was like, why didn't I do this all four years? Yep. But that's okay. We, we lived and then we learned. And then we got older, I guess. <laughs> we lived our own lives. We did. We did. Um, so just so for the people at home, just so you know, so obviously Liana is at her house, um, which means her audio is probably not going to sound as great as mine. So just keep that in mind that like, as we are in quarantine and doing this for a while, um, this is what the podcast is going to sound like. I have no control over that. So let me put on my airpods it's probably gonna be a lot better well it might be for sure i'm not for sure it's just because i think like basically it's gonna just be the quality because of like the fact that you're remote because like how the other thing it was just gonna be too hard and i didn't want to do it this way like i read that thing you sent me and it was like it was like oh yeah and everybody records their audio like the audio too and then they send it to you and i was like no we can't do all that that's too much coordination too much problem yeah. So I was like, we're just going to do it janky like this and hope for the best. I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out as we go. That's how we've been doing this podcast for the past year. That's all we've been doing is just, just flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, and I don't know. People, I think, like it. I don't know. Um. So, yeah. So uh, I think today we're going to talk about our life in quarantine, what we're doing, how we're getting through, how life is going. But... First, I have a gammy story, of course, because this is our podcast. I'm like, well, we were talking, me and Gam were talking about it. And like, she, to be honest, she's kind of like, she hates the attention, but I think she secretly like loves it now because now she's like afraid any story she tells me is going to become a podcast story. And (laughs) I love for it because I'm I'm loving it. She's just like, she goes, it starts like wanting to tell me something and she goes, wait a minute. She said, you're probably going to put this in the podcast, aren't you? And I'm like, "Mm, well, judging by how funny it is, maybe if it's not, then no, I'm not. (laughs) They don't deserve your boring stories. (laughs) So it depends on the content. So anyway, I think the one that I'm going to talk about today, um, because I'm saving one because it's just, I think it's like so good that we have to be together for me to tell you that story. Because it's just a journey. But this one kind of, like, ties into that. But I'm I'm not going to explain how it ties in. I'm just saying, for future reference, if you're listening to these, this will be a a story to remember. So... An Easter egg. I think it's like, yeah. It's like, I guess, was was it two weeks ago now? See, like, my, my... My... Awareness of time and the flowing of passage of time is gra- grossly changed, so I can't remember if it was two weeks ago oh or a week God. ago. 
But I, Jeremy Bear Me, man. Yeah, Jeremy Bear Me. Anyway, so yeah, probably like two weeks ago. Um, so I introduced my gammy to Tiny Desk Concerts. Oh, no. Yeah, because I was like, listen, like, I just think you'd love it. So I, like, started to send, like, I found, like, four of them that I really thought she would enjoy. And these were the four. I did Harry Styles, which was phenomenal. There's, like, nothing. That was the one of my favorite Tiny Desk concerts of all time. I just <laughs> love that man. If he ever comes to Chicago, I'm hunting his ass down because I need to be wifeyed up to that man because he is just a gem. Anyway, so that's one. That's my little One Direction love for today. Um, directioners, <laughs> for, yeah, Directioners forever. Um, so anyway, so that was one of them. I did Betty Who, which was also very good. Nice. Um, and then I did Khaled, which ended up not being a good one, which I was really shocked by, because like mm. I love Khaled, and I just didn't love his like transition from like listening to his music to seeing him do it live it just didn't work out well for me I don't know but it was like a wild card I hadn't watched it so I just kind of sent it to her and then the fourth one which of course you and I have seen together is Lizzo oh the best which is probably the best Tiny Desk concert of all time hands down I mean like that woman can just do things that I don't think anybody can which actually oh I was God, right? so, like I was she did like a TikTok the other day and she or maybe it was Instagram I can't remember it's one of them where she was talking about that she actually only was like a rapper for the longest time and she didn't start singing till a couple years ago interesting and I was like bitch if you, you could sing like that like and you've only been at it a couple years and I can't even sing unless I'm in the shower my god um <laughs> So anyway, so I was like, I, so I know like I've inter- like gently introduced Gam to Lizzo before and, um, and she really liked her and she enjoys her, but like, it was so funny to me, like when she like, cause like I sent her all of them and I was like, I'm going to watch these, you watch them, then just, you know, let me know what you think. So she like, so I rewatched Lizzo's and, you know, and of course like, I, I don't know how long it has been since you've seen it, but, like, for everybody else that may have not seen it yet. So, uh, maybe, did I even explain what Tiny Desk Concerts are? I don't think I did, did I? I don't think you did. Okay, well, I'm going to go back for two seconds. So, if you are unaware of what a Tiny Desk Concert is, um, NPR does these really cool videos, and you can find them on YouTube or NPR's website. Like, there's they're everywhere. Um, and they do these little concerts at this little, like, desk office space there at NPR. And they'll have, like, a, you know, singer, artist, they're in their band, etc. And they come in and they, they do, like, a very short set list of, like, usually three or four songs. And it's just, like, a little concert. So it's called Tiny Desk Concert. Check them out right now and all the it's time. It's super cute and fun. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so Lizzo did one and basically it was like a church service. Like I felt like we were receiving like all kinds of spirituality through it and, and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, so I was like, oh my game's probably not going to be into this. Cause like Gim's like not a religious person. She's like, well, actually that's not true. She's not like a very like formal religious person. She's very religious and spiritual. She just doesn't do like formalized like she's not a church person she hates that kind of stuff 
you know, all like an organized religion. Yeah, she hates organized. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh shit. She's probably gonna watch this and be like, what the fuck did you make me watch? And then I was gonna have to hear <laughs> about it. So anyway, she like she watches Harry Styles. She watches Lizzo. She watches Betty Who, and then I told her, I was like, just don't watch Khaled. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't do it. I made a mistake. Um, but anyway, so she comes back, and she goes, so I didn't really love the Betty Who one. I was like, what is wrong with you? Cause have you watched it yet? Because, I, I mean, I know I sent it to you, but did you watch it? You did send it, but I didn't watch it, so I oh should watch it. Oh, my God. Well, she does, like, one of her songs. It's called Taste, and it's so, it's like, I didn't love that song before this concert and now i love this song post betty who concert tiny does concert because the way she did it was so amazing she like pulled out her cello cello oh and she because she could big, pull- which one did she sit or did she sit? oh yeah she sat it was a cello it was okay cello. i think it was a cello because like i didn't know that betty who like formally like she knows how to play the cello she's done cello for her whole life and, that's so cool. Yeah, who would have known that our gay pop princess icon knew how to play the cello? So that's really cool. <laughs> so anyway, so she's like, I mean, the song within itself is like super sexual, and which is fine by me. You know, I don't care about that. But um, and I'm into it. But um, but basically, Gam was like, she goes, yeah, that just wasn't my kind of music. She goes, but I will say that you know, she said because I told her I was like, listen, I had a crisis of faith for five seconds after I started hearing her play that song because I said I went straight <laughs> real quick. I was like, I was like, I was questioning my sexuality, who I was as a person. I was like, maybe I could be in a world with Betty Who, like we could be together. Maybe because if she can play that for me all the time, yeah, we're good. Um, but there's your one exception. Yeah, my one exception. Um, so anyway so she was like yeah but she said when she played that cello though she said that was really she said that was nice i said yeah but that was the only thing she liked about it but she was like oh my god though the lizzo one she said i'm gonna watch that again and again and again she said i love that from the beginning to the end she was like oh my god she said i was she's and and of course she's like you know and then lizzo in this thing is like you know you know doing her songs unedited so she's like cursing Mm -hmm. all over which i mean i mean my my 71 year old grandmother curses like a fucking sailor that's where i got mine so i mean that's not an issue for her but she was just so funny if she was just like yeah it's just she was like you'd go to these moments and she's like taking you to church and then the next thing you know she'd be just swearing all over the place and i was like laughing so hard at her because i was like that's the first time you've ever (laughs) sound like a grandma in your entire time of being my grandmother but okay and um, so she loved it. Like, she was just, she's, like, obsessed. I've turned my 71-year-old grandmother into a hardcore Lizzo fan. I'm, like, Maybe pretty. Lizzo spans generations. I mean, yeah, she does. And I'm, like, so proud of myself because I think, like, of all of my accomplishments today, I think this is the most important one. I mean, <laughs> like, she's, like, the fact that, like, because, cause, I mean, my gam's not, like, you know, she's, like, my gam's taste level when it comes to music is, like, it's not terrible, but it's not, like, normal people. Like, she's in, like, she's going to be so mad at me I'm telling this story, but I don't care. Um, so, like, her person, like, the person that she listens to more than anybody in the entire planet is Barry White. Cause she's like, Aww. she's like in love with Barry White, like in love. Like she just like, that is her, like her, her fantasizing love of her life is Barry White. 
can't get enough of your love yeah, yeah 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 she like she has every like any literal any album even if it has the same 12 damn songs on it she has it like she has every like live performance she has she's like she has like i've i've like joked and she's been like so mad at me because she's like um i have like joked to get like try to like ruin it because i just it's, it gets so ridiculous to me so like I like have tried for years to find a like cardboard cutout of Barry White because oh like I just want to either bring it myself or del- have it delivered and just have it set up right outside her door and then like ding dong ditch her and just like <laughs> and then like she opens the door and there stands the cardboard cutout of Barry White. <laughs> And I was, like, almost close a couple years ago, though, to finding an actual, like, Barry White impersonator. And she was, like, but he was, like, in England, so it was going to be way too expensive to pull off. But, like, I was, she was, like, I swear to God. She goes, if you ever, ever do something like that, she goes, that will be the end of you and I. She said, I will be done with you. She was, like, I will never, (laughs) she was, like, I will never speak to you again. She's, like, so, you know. It's just like, <laughs> so that's like our fun thing. But like for her to like Lizzo, who's like, I mean, I love her music. I think she's like an inspiration. I think she just wants to put good energy into the world. And I'm all about that. I just never thought my, my grandmother would be super into vibing with her. But then again, she also lo- like kind of love. She lo- is also in love with Harry Styles. She's like, she she watched that one and she goes, I just really wish you could be with somebody like that. She said, that's the kind of guy you need to be with. And I was like, I know, I really do. Because <laughs> I was like, I love that man. <laughs> um, because he's just so awkward. And it's so funny, because in that one, he's just so awkward, Turtle. Like, he's just kind of like, he hates, like, being in that spotlight. He's just kind of like, oh, oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, okay, I'll sing my song now. Boom. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, and he, and it, yeah, he's just precious. He's a precious little nugget. But anyway, so yeah, so that was like my big story is that like, I've, I've got my, my gam into being a Lizzo fan and I just am so proud of that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's good times. It's good times. Um, okay. So tell me what, I mean, like, okay. So I should preface with like, I have interacted with Liana since the quarantine. Like we do game nights. Yes. We do like. You know, we, we text each other, we Snapchat, but, like, it's, like, we, we haven't really got to have, like, her and I time for a while. No, not really. So, like, this is, like, our first, like, time of being, like, oh, my gosh, we're together. So, like, what, what's what been your life in, in quarantina? Oh, my God. So, one of my clients, my younger clients, she got me onto Roblox. So, yeah. that's a weird experience. What it, what um, okay so explain that to me cuz I've heard of it but I don't know what it is. So Roblox is kind of like Minecraft where you have this little avatar oh. you interact with. But like the thing about Roblox and it's probably in Minecraft too because I just don't know that much about it. But like there's all these like little games and obstacle courses and like just these little servers that kids are on and so uh-huh. it's it's pretty neat, but it's also like, I don't know. It's so interesting seeing what the kids of today are into. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's like the i'm just seeing stuff and it's all like it's kind of like gently recycled stuff too like it's like for that like that was like yeah. minecraft like they're like the new thing is like those omg dolls and like yeah and basically they're like brats but like gen gen z or whatever what is this new generation is they are they gen z uh, I think Gen Z is the teenagers, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they're into, like, it's, like, they're into these, like, Bratz dolls, and they're just called OMG dolls or something, and I'm, like, Jeez. okay. It's, like, so weird. It is so weird how we just are, can't, like, come up with original things anymore, and we have to be, like, okay, let's take what works. Next, right, but I will say... I saw somebody, I mean, you know, Facebook puts up all these videos or whatever, but somebody was, like, going through all of their old Polly Pocket toys, <gasps> and I was living. I have to I talk about like, that. Oh, my God. Okay, hold the phone on that, because let me tell you something. <laughs> the biggest regret in my life is that, like, I didn't get to own Polly Pocket, because I wanted her oh so bad. Like, you don't even know. Like, any of my, like, girl cousins that had some, I was playing with their Polly Pocket. Straight up. Because it was just... They were so cute and so fun. And I love how, like, what they did to try to, like, make boys not want to play Polly Pocket is they had, um... They had Polly Pocket and, um... Max, whatever, what was... Mighty Max? Do you remember Mighty Max? (laughs) No, I don't. Mighty Max was, like, the boy version of Polly Pocket. And it was, like, oh. it was, like, this, like, young little boy and all these, like, monster characters. It was kind of, like, it's, like, it's, like, Polly Pocket meets He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they did a cartoon on it in the 90s and stuff like that. So, like, it, but it was just, like, yeah, it was really interesting how they had, like, Mighty Max and then Polly Pocket. Like, and it was, like, marketed that way. So it could be for, you know, the, at the time... You know, before right. we before we were all wiser to the fact that, you know, there's more than one gender. <laughs> um, oh, my God. This gender shit, man. <laughs> well, you might want to elaborate on that because that sounds kind of bad. <laughs> it's stupid. No, just the whole system. The whole gender is a construct. It's not yeah. Well, anyways, well, it's just interesting because um, – so me, Matt, and our friend Hannah are reading Sissy by Jacob Tobias. Yeah, I'm glad so, you brought it up because I thought about bringing it up. Oh, my God. It's so good. We can't talk about it too much because no. I know that we're, we're going to talk about it with Hannah. But, like, oh, my God. It's, like, I haven't read a book. Well, I mean, not, not that. But, like, because I've been reading a couple books that are, like, very personal to me. Mm-hmm. Um but like this one in particular was so good because it's a person of color number one talking about gender and gender roles and you know kind of exploring gender um, as a um, let's see what I want to say like a, a I don't know how you he's they non-binary yeah that that's the thing. Um, they were born as a male and had grown up kind of trying to figure out where they stand with like dolls and toys and like wearing things and colors and it's just so interesting because I think you and me have kind of talked about how that was very common in our childhoods. Yeah. Where we were kind of like not allowed to explore the things that weren't within our assigned gender. 
Yeah. And like, luckily, I mean, like, and it's like so weird for me to read this book because I feel like it's really like, I feel like I'm struggling with it more than you two. I mean, like y'all are like busting through and I'm still like back in like our first deadline of this book club (laughs) because it's just, it's like, I, I take in what's happening and it's almost kind of weird. It really is like secretly I've like, I'm, I'm living a double life and my name is Jacob Tobia and I'm writing this book. And like, so it's like really hard for me because it's like all these experiences I've been like, Oh my God, like I've, I've had this experience, like this is my story. And, um, and it, and, and, you know, and we've talked about it before. Like I feel very comfortable in my gender. I don't feel that like I'm, I'm really, you know, like a gender nonconforming person. I just, I'm like a male presenting person who, who likes to explore things that are societally deemed feminine. That's kind of like where I like to, to explain that. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's such a good story. And like, I, you know, I just relate so much to like that longing. Cause it was like, especially for me too, in school, like I always used to get so pissed because like, um, you know, when we'd have to do like gym, I hated gym class more than anything in the world. Like that was like the one that I really, really hated because it was like, Mm -hmm. I always knew like for the most part, they were going to split us up boys versus girl, like boys and girls. And like, I'd have to go play with all the guys that like really didn't like me. And I didn't really like them. And so I just wanted to be with my girls and like play and hang and just be cool. But it was always just really, but anytime that there was like a, you guys can do whatever you want of a mix, man, my ass was right over there in girl land. Cause I was like, I'm safe with my girls. I feel happy with my girls. We can, you know, do whatever. But yeah, it's just like a weird experience to read this book, but I'm super glad we are. Yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying it. And it's like, I think it's also interesting how, how as I'm reading it, the beginning part about the childhood and like early mm-hmm. adolescence, it reminds me a lot of seeing my nibblings grow up, my nieces and nephews and in between. Yeah. Um, and kind of like, I have nieces who are like the girliest girls forever. Mm-hmm. Love pink, love dresses, love bows. And like, it, I guess it was almost kind of, I don't want to say like triggering, but like very interesting because I grew up completely different. Yeah. And I think when I was growing up, being very resistant to all that like I never wore dresses I wore black most of the time like I was one of those (laughs) kids I love it um but yeah it's just like I want every time I see them or talk to them I'm like well let's like you're so smart like what like you want to learn how to read like I try really hard not to be very like oh you're so beautiful oh like you know just like traditionally feminine or like masculine things or like you know, giving them something other than the, I guess, I don't know, it's hard because I'm not saying femininity is bad. It's just, I feel like kids don't really, well, I feel like nowadays it's different, but like back when we were kids, we didn't really have that option. option. Right. We didn't have the option to explore. It wasn't very, it was very frowned upon to let your kids like experiment at that time with things and like, like, luckily, like, I had a really cool mom who fought against that and was like, nope, if he, because, like, like, I had, and I'm so upset with younger Matt, who, I mean, I was a kid, so, of course, kids destroy everything, but, like, right. 
I'm so mad at Younger Matt now because I had the Spice Girls dolls, Barbie dolls. And that was the coolest moment of my life to have that and get those for like Christmas. Like that was like such a moment. And and I even had the like the studio playset that came that was like JCPenney, I think exclusive oh or something my God. like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun because I was such a I was like into to girl power, man. Girl power was the thing that ruled my 90s. I was all about I'm still all about Spice Girls. I will I can shoot a <laughs> lyric. If, if anybody needs me to karaoke with them, that is any of those songs I can knock out of the park. But Spice up your life. Yeah. So, like, that was such a thing for me. But my dad was, like, so ashamed that I had them. Like, really? he was. Yeah. He was really, like, he would, like, like, there was even a moment. It's been, like, such a formative moment of my child. I love how this is getting so personal. But that's fine. Whatever. We've, <laughs> we've been in containment for too long. We're just craving human connection. So, it's fine. I'm happy yep. with it. So, anyway, this is, like, one of the moments that has, like, really stood with me for most of my life and is really kind of, you know, um, Jacob in the book talks a lot about, um, uh, like, gender trauma and, like, mm-hmm. and, like, the process of healing from, from, like, traumatic, like, you know, gender identity issues. And I think the me- the thing for me that kind of falls into that category, I think I'll never forget it as long as I live, was basically, like... It was because, like, um, you know me as being a hunter of, of collectibles and, like, being able to sniff them out and, like, just, like, go. Like, I'm like a, I'm a, like a greyhound. Is that the ones that, like. Uh, like a bloodhound. Bloodhound. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like a <laughs> bloodhound when it comes to, like, a, something I'm after. I will, like, sniff around until I get it. So, anyway, so we were in Walmart. And I happened to see this woman because, like, you know, the Spice Girl dolls were so big, like, they would sell out like that. You know, when anybody ever had stocks of them, they were gone. So I happened to see in this lady's, like, cart, like, as we were walking, and I saw that she had a ginger, which ginger was the hardest to get, by the way. Yeah. And ginger is my Spice Girl of choice. Like, she's my favorite. She's my ride or die. She could... (laughs) I'm going to make this joke. Everybody's going to groan, but whatever. She could go in the middle of the street and shoot a man and still be, (laughs) I would still be Jerry forever. She was my everything. And when she left the group, I was devastated. But that's a story for, that's something me and Adele share in common, but that's a story for another time. So (laughs) anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, that's a different story. So anyway, so I happened to see my the glint of red and I was like oh it's it's ginger oh my god they have a ginger they have ginger we have to go we have to go right now we have to go so like um spoiler alert they didn't that was the last ginger and I was so upset I was devastated but I ended up getting her for Christmas later anyway so it's totally fine but my dad was like so upset about me like wanting because I think I got another Spice Girl that day instead because I was still building them up at the time so so my dad was like so embarrassed about that that like he was just like listen he goes I'm begging you he's like I will let you get whatever action figure you want you can have any of the action figures over there that you want but please don't buy this and I was like Mm -hmm. what you know because like like, I was like six maybe seven and so, yeah. like, for me, I didn't understand why that was, like, shameful. Like, I, you know, because it was, right. like, you know, like, when I was a kid, I was, like, chased after the girls and wanted to play with her, like, especially the Pocahontas Barbie. I really wanted to play with her. 
Because <laughs> I live for her. She's, my, she's like one of my favorite Disney princesses ever. Even though she's very grossly historically inaccurate. And I acknowledge that. Well, yeah. But um, Pocahontas is just one of those movies for me that like, I just, like my friend, one of my friends was struggling the other day. And, um, and, and she was like facing this like really tough choice and she was like talking to me about it. And so like, I literally just sent her back, uh, just around the riverbed. <laughs> Cause I was like, yeah. Cause I was like, it's a story about having to choose between the easy or the hard decisions and like, what do you do? And, and I just, and, and even right now, I'm already pumped up just thinking about watching her just canoe yeah. and, and her hair flowing in the wind. She was like a drag queen, man. And that movie is like, that is a drag queen playing Pocahontas because. I mean, she is not going to mess with anything and she means business and she, she does. looks great doing yeah, it. Yeah. And she can twirl that hair. Like, I mean, there were so many, uh, she defied so many gravities in that movie. All, you need is, all she needed was the wind. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Also, did you know this fun fact? Um, do you know who Linda Hunt is? Uh, I'm terrible at names. Okay. Well, she's like an actress. She's like, she's been in like so many different things. I'm trying to think of, have you ever watched, um, Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he plays? Ooh, a long time ago. Okay. Well, do you remember the principal? She was kind of like this like little, like shorter, sterner lady. I think so. Yeah, and she was like, she's been like on, she was like on NCIS, but that's like a weird reference to be like, she's on NCIS, because I don't know if you've seen that, but like. I um, love NCIS. Well, it's NCIS like LA. It's the LA one, though. Oh, well, which one is she? She's like the head lady. Like, she's kind of like the Edna, like she, for Incredibles, she's Edna mode of real life. Like if Edna Edna was a person, it's her. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah okay. Did you know she was the voice of Grandma Willow? What? Yeah. I found that out this week because I, I decided to get just around the riverbend because I just needed it. And so I like went on iTunes and then like I saw like the, the, the Mother Willow song with Listen With Your Heart like because I love that. I just think yeah. it's beautiful. And I go and look and it says Linda Hunt and I go you gotta be shitting me. And so like I went and looked That's it up. so funny. Yeah. And I was like my my whole like 90s kids experience just went poof i was like what the hell so fun right, fact like, everyone but um anyway well okay i gotta get back to where my thought was though before all of this before i went into pocahontas oh gender 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 okay so anyway so yeah so like basically my mom like in that argument like with that like ultimatum with my dad my mom like was the like voice of reason and she was like no 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 no, you're not doing that with him she's like if he wants the spice girl barbie he's getting the spice girl barbie like mm-hmm. we're just doing it and like everybody had a huge problem with that like everybody was so mad at my mom because like they didn't like that she was like letting me explore that stuff because they were like mm-hmm. afraid people were gonna beat me up which i mean <laughs> hello the south but anyway <laughs> it's like i mean <laughs> um but I mean, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, that was just a really traumatic thing for me in the sense of like, that was really like a time when I really felt shame about liking things that were girls toys or girls things or whatever, you know, because if I'd have had my ideal experience, I would have had like Barbies, I would have had J14, I would have had facials, I'd have had the whole thing. But I can do all of that now. 
Yeah, so I guess maybe that's an avenue to explore. J14. I don't think so, though, no. They don't even make it anymore. Oh, my God. Also, that just reminded me because it just made me... Did you see that article that's going around about Zac Efron? He did this, like, interview and was, like, saying about, like, how he, like, really hated being... Like, he doesn't want to be as muscular as he is now. Really? Yeah, and he was, like, talking about how much he hated that in Baywatch. Like, that he had to be, like, the super mega rip person yeah. yeah and he's just like i don't like to be this big and i was like Aww. i was like yeah i was like my poor zacky i'm in love with him I, i'm in love with so many men that i'll never have <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, right i'm just a girl it's fine i get it i get it <laughs> oh my god so many people in general that too yeah it's just kind of There's weird so many great people in the world there are, but you, I mean, you've got a good one. I just have to find a good one because all of them lately have just been real clunkers. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, that's another story for another time too because I don't get it. Into... Um. Okay. So back to kind of like yeah. So we're reading this book in this book club. That's one thing we're doing in quarantine. But what what else have you been doing? What's been life for you like in the in the time of Rona? Um, well, I did, like, I super love origami and doing things with my hands. Yeah. So I know Matt and other people know, but, like, I'm making a thousand paper cranes, which I'm super stoked about. That's going to be super fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many I've made, but I think it's about a hundred. Wow. I still have 900 to go. Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> I, but I mean, yeah, it's been cool watching you do it. Um, so I mean, like, I like your update snaps where it's like fifty done. I'm like, that's more than I could do. So <laughs> I am origami and me are not friends, it, which is fun, huh? Well, because I, I feel like I don't know, because you're pretty hands on, but like in a different way. Oh yeah, I suck at you know? this kind of. Well, as you guys could tell, last episode of this well not that last up well maybe this might i don't know we'll see anyway <laughs> the diy disaster episode could see how really bad at arts and crafts i am at, i am it's just because you need to practice more. but yeah I mean, sarah was getting you to work on those bracelets dude sarah like okay so that's like something that i don't know if we've really addressed on the show at all <laughs> um, but yeah like so we're doing these like bracelets when we go to sarah's and hang out with her because like we're gonna put a try to sell them for charity at some point and so I'm learning how to make bracelets and it's been like a whole process but the problem is is like I'm really good at like the picking out of things and like and and like stringing like I can string a bracelet for me the problem is is the like the final like loop offs so that way it's a bracelet and yeah that's like the hardest part (laughs) yeah but like Sarah is like I'm, I'm this is all fictionalized. I'm going to start with that because I don't want Sarah mad right. at me. Um, but Sarah's like, wonderful and great, and we love yeah, her. she is. But like, yeah, she's like, like working me to the bone, man. She's like, get them done, get them done, get them done. Like, I mean, I'm like having to make like ten bracelets while we're over there. We might be there for two hours. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> while we just watch random documentaries, right? I mean, like, she's trying to start her jewelry empire, and she's she's using me today. Um, but we're having a good time with that. Um, 
for me, it's been so Liana. This is like kind of a sore subject for Liana, but um, so for my Corona, <laughs> I have been obsessed with Animal Crossing. I've been playing it nonstop um, since this all started, and of course, I like we were in the process of trying to find Liana a Switch, even though I've been like on her about that for a couple years. But that's that's not the time for this. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, I've been trying to find her a Switch so that way she can get Animal Crossing because it's like her game. I love it so much. And and now like I've kind of like reconnected with one of my old um friends from high school and I like she doesn't live super far um now and it's kind of cool, but she also plays Animal Crossing, so then she like she was like, Oh, by the way, like I play with a bunch of people that like um you know, also play and like some of them like were people I went to high school with and stuff like that too. So she was like, do you want to join our, like our group chat? And I was like, I can be part of an animal crossing group chat. I was like, this is so cool. Um, so I was like, yeah. So like now I'm in this like daily group chat and we like hang out and go to each other's islands. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I've been like playing a lot of animal crossing. That's been a thing. That's so cool. It looks so fun. I'm so excited that you have it. It is, but the one bad thing about it right now has been, like, um, I think, like, a lot of people time jump in this game, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that, but it just, I think it, like, also puts kind of a negative thing in your head because then you're like, oh, shit, well, I'm not as far along as they are, but they technically time jumped their, their switches around to be able to do that kind of stuff. So like you can change the time on your Nintendo Switch, like the date and the time, and because the game works with it, we're in real time. So like, right? If it's seven o'clock out where you're at, then it's seven o'clock p.m. in the game. Right. So like you can change what time it is on your Switch. So like let's say um, because. Like, Mabel's clothing store closes at 9 p.m. You could technically oh. change the switch time on your on your thing to, like, 5 or 6. And then go back into the game. And uh, Mabel's store will be back open because the game is recognizing it at 6. Oh, that's kind of a... Bummer. Yeah, I just don't like it. So it just because like some people have like palatial mount uh, like mansions right now. Oh shit! And it's like we've only had this game for two weeks, right? And I'm now mm-hmm. just adding a third room to my house. Well, there's always going to be those people. It's like the For people sure. who use the uh, the cheat on Sims. Well, I mean, yeah, we all use that cheat on the Sims, though. <laughs> I haven't yet. I'm about to kombucha girl your ass right now. Because um, how did you not? Have you not? Are you telling the truth of for real? I am. I don't use it. I'm like playing as a regular person. I li- I'm living in an apartment. I'm paying rent. Yeah. And some shitty furniture. Well, I always use it because I need to. Because I always build a 
big family of sims so i never have the space that i need oh yeah so i always cheat but um yeah so animal crossing's taking over my life that's been kind of fun um what else well tiny desk that's been another thing (laughs) um i also really learned that i'm a huge death cab for cutie fan oh cute i love death cab yeah because uh the singer uh benjamin hibbard Mm -hmm. he's been doing which now he just moved it to like i think once a week and um he's doing facebook live concerts where like he sings either his own stuff death cab for cutie or the other band was a part of oh i can't remember what band yeah was, but i know what you're talking about yeah so but it's been like really cool um yeah i think me and harold caught one which was pretty nice. Yeah. So I like, I'm like, so I bought like a ton of Death Cab for Cutie albums. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, this is so good. Um, so that's been fun. Um, I really will be so excited to get back to the lakefront, though, whenever we're allowed to reopen it. Oh, I know. I miss like being out by the lake. Yeah. Especially now that it's, like, getting nicer outside. I know. But, like, I also just want to shout out, not that we're making this, like, a political PSA or whatever, but, like, um, I just do want to say, like, for everybody that has been considered essential workers or have not had an option and had to go to work, like, thank you for doing that because... Luckily, like, the rest of us have privilege to not have to do those things. And yeah. the fact that, like, I can sit here and complain about not being able to look at the lake is such a privilege when there are people fighting every day to try to keep all of us alive. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. It's like, I think about my family and friends that are in the healthcare settings and about the people at the grocery stores and stuff like yeah uh, it really is it's so strange because i think i was telling uh harold before like we're so privileged to like be able to do this but it still fears feels like so weird and not normal well yeah and so I- it's like Totally. No, yeah, continue your thoughts. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, you know, I think it's, like, you know, from our perspective as mental health clinicians, this kind of thing can be really detrimental to people, too, just having to sit in your house. So, like, that doesn't take away by any stretch. Anyway, so, yeah, like, it's just... I, I don't think either side should try to take that away from each other. I just think, though, like, when you don't acknowledge that, like, you're privileged because you're currently COVID-19 negative um, mm-hmm. is the problem. 
And when it's like, you know, like my favorite, um, like kind of phrase that's come out of, uh, of, of the Corona quarantine was when everybody got pissed at Kim Kardashian last week over, cause she was like trying to, well, I think it was either last week or the week before she was like the, like all this stuff about like the, the, the Taylor Swift Kanye beef blew up again. And because it, because they showed that like basically Taylor was telling the truth or whatever. And Kim was like bitching about it on Twitter. And, uh, and so like everybody got, she took a lot of heat for that and like had a lot of backlash. And they were just like, there are people dying, Kim. And so like, I feel like that's become like the phrase of choice, whatever anyone who's like complaining about something frivolous right now does it's everybody's just like there's people are dying kim so oh my god other moment that i know you'll appreciate the other thing that's been like was trending on twitter the other day um some idiot um was trying to equate calling like the really like bitchy I want to speak to a manager women is Karen you know like how everybody's Uh like oh Karen that's a Karen right they were like trying to equate that to a slur what yeah so of course the internet the lovely dumpster fire it is um decided that they weren't gonna stand for that and everybody just went for the Karens even harder. Of course. So that's been your internet news. Oh, Lord. It's like the people who are like, okay, boomer is a slur. It's like, no, it's not. A what's you know a, what slur? a slur? Is? What? What? Just that people were saying, like, when people are saying, okay, boomer oh, is like, yeah. a slur. It's just so silly. Right. So, yeah, that's Maybe we interesting. Define what that is. Oh, did you know Lindsay Lohan dropped a new song? What? Oh, yeah. How have you heard it? Um, I've heard part of it. It's okay. What do you, yeah. I mean, Does it's, it, is it good? Uh, I think it's about as good as what Lindsay Lohan can do. <laughs> my take on it um but yeah i gotta find the the name of it for you the name of the album or the song song just a single right now i don't think she wants to commit too much hopefully it's not i mean bless your heart hopefully she can do whatever she wants but i feel like as us 90s 2000s kids we had so much Lindsay lohan music that we're just like yeah we're good <laughs> just one's fine i mean every movie she was in she sang didn't she yeah the only one that i know of that she didn't was parent trap for sure oh right that's true she was little though yeah she was a baby um but yeah all the gays are going nuts for it and i'm like Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a choice. 
something to keep going. <laughs> yeah, but like honestly, Dua Lipa just put out an album. Fire. Uh-huh. So good. So huh. good. Oh my god, do you know what one of my favorite trends right now is that I'm, like, dying for? What? Um, I was, I think, I, I'm a part of, like, a black and brown community on Facebook, and somebody posted there's this challenge going around for uh, Hispanic kids to play this song by Bad Bunny for their oh, parents yeah. or grandparents, and it's, like, this certain part, because the song is, like, super raunchy, like, it's... I don't even know, like, Bad Bunny and who other people, but basically the lyrics and, like, full disclosure, this is a little bit, you know, mature and whatever, but it's basically, like, <laughs> if your boyfriend isn't going to lick your ass, then he shouldn't lick anything. <laughs> it's so funny watching. <laughs> it's so funny watching the parents' reactions. like, it's, like, good, so they're dancing. And then they hear it, they're like, what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> you do that little laugh, and it sounds like a chipmunk. <laughs> right here. No! <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, my God. We have to talk about our Snapchat fiasco. Oh, are you talking about when I got drunk and decided to go on a rant? No, no. Oh. <laughs> we can't talk about that if you want. No, I'd rather not. I call <laughs> our friend a sadist. But I Did meant every word. Of course. I said uh, what I no, meant, talking... and I meant what I said. An elephant's an elephant's for 100%, or whatever. I don't remember how that goes. Yeah. I loved um, that. No, I'm though. talking about when we were talking... Oh, yeah. When we were trying to play Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. That was fun. It just was stressful. I, God, I did nothing. Oh, my God. So here's what was happening. We were on Snapchat video, which a lot of people are like, oh, my God, who still uses Snapchat? Well, we do. <laughs> and, and I love it. I will never give up Snapchat. Um, so anyway, we were like talking and it was just, it was me and Liana, our friend Tana, and and Liana's partner, Harold, on the call. And all of a sudden, Hannah and I are, like, sitting there listening to Liana. And she starts to sound like she was blowing up helium balloons, sucking <laughs> in the helium, and then talking to us. So the first time we heard it, we went, me and Hannah kind of were like, what? And she's just like, yeah, guys. Blah, 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 blah. And so <laughs> we were like, we were like, oh, that's not right. So then we we're like, Liana, are you like sucking up helium? And she goes, no. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I can't hear this. Literally, and, I sound but they're dying laughing. Yeah, because it's just like, so, <laughs> so we're, so we're getting like mad at her because she keeps denying it. And then like, we keep hearing it. She's like, no guys, no, 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 it's not happening. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and we're like, I swear to God. and you're like, I swear to God. And we're like, 
Well, you better be swearing to somebody else, Eddie, because we can hear it. <laughs> so, so then she hangs up, comes back in. She's fine. The next thing we know, I'm talking. And then they start going, Matt, Matt, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. And I'm going, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're just like, you, and then they start to go, I'm like, well, I I know I haven't taken any drugs, so (laughs) that's not a thing. Uh, It was weird. It was it was a strange, and so then like I was getting more mad as it was going on, and Liana started texting me like Matt. Come back. We can't hear you. We can't. We can't do anything. So I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm coming right back in a minute. <laughs> so I the thing. <laughs> it was just such a weird thing. It was so weird and frustrating. <laughs> it was. Because we were ready to nail you to the wall for doing this prank on us. Yeah, because I thought if she wasn't blowing up helium balloons and sucking him up, she definitely was fucking around with a filter on us. And I guess not. But it wasn't. I don't know what was going on for some reason. I think what's the funniest thing to me is that we're all trying to like get on these different platforms and they don't always work. Right. And it's like so frustrating yeah speaking of that when are you gonna revive your tiktok career i don't know i've been seeing octavia doing a bunch of cool shit and i need to do stuff you really need to get back and there's so many good things that have happened i mean jlo's on there i i'm loving her stuff wayne brady just joined I love Wayne Brady. Yeah, so he's on here. But I, I sent her one yesterday, or the day before, and it was really good. Um, Gilbert Gottfried is now on TikTok, and that's the the point of coronavirus we're in. This is the point of our generation. Like, yeah. I haven't heard, I think, were we talking about it? I think maybe me and Harold were talking about it, but, like, where is Gilbert Gottfried? Like, what is he doing? Um, I think he's, like, just chilling. He did some, I think, with, I'm assuming, his grandchildren, um, which was cool. But I just, I loved it because he, they requested for him to read Rachel, you trifling ass hoe or bitch or whatever it was. Yes! And he did it. (laughs) I sent it to you, your inbox. Okay. Yeah. And he's just like, right, y'all. Like, kill me. I mean, because it's just, it's perfect. Why'd you take me off the list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that woman doesn't ever have to be worried about taking off a list again. She's like a legend. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, she's going to put us on blast. Yeah. And Rachel, that trifling asshole, was going to think twice. <laughs> Before she does that again. Right. She's Rachel the Rachel the trifling ass hoe is the new Becky with a good hair. 
I just put that together. We just have so many things now. We do. It's insane. It is. Have you seen, I've seen one tweet that was like, some lady, some white lady that was like, we need to know when this is going to end and when we're going to be back because we need to blah, 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 do stuff. And they're like, are you trying to call the manager on the coronavirus? (laughs) (laughs) It's a Karen. (laughs) Listen, you know what? Actually, instead of who's over taking care of the coronavirus right now, I think we should just task all the Karens to be in charge of coronavirus stuff. And like, we'll hey, be... you want to get shit done? Do this. Yeah, you know, we should use the Karens in, in the way that they should be. Right. Um, oh, God. Uh, yeah, but TikTok has been really fun lately. Um, yeah, I need to get back on there. Yeah, and j doing this, like, j-lo challenge where everybody's recreating the dance from the super bowl oh and they're killing it of course they are there's so many talented people yeah um but i will say i think my favorite celebrity uh coronavirus coverage is definitely leslie jordan really oh my god have you, oh, you don't even know about this, do you? Probably so not. he's been doing, like, on Instagram, he's been doing these uh, little short videos. I love it. you just went, nah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I think that would have been way funnier if we were actually, like, video recording this. Because it would just be you going, bleh. <laughs> just, you know, trying to keep myself from... Dying on the inside. Yeah. Just just trying to survive coronavirus. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so Leslie Jordan gets on Instagram and like makes this like now legendary video where he just is going, Well shit. What are y'all doing? Where are y'all at? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. So, uh, so, he, so he's been doing more of them, and they keep getting better. Like he he like admitted that like when he lived in L.A. that he lived in the same building as Tupac, oh. and he tried to get the post office to tell him which apartment Tupac was in. Oh, <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, everybody was waiting for the, the like, Leslie Jordan, Tupac uh, collaboration, you know. Right. But he also talked about, uh, um, this time he was, like, in his partying days. And his friend gave him, he goes, this, my friend gave me this stuff and said to put it up my nose. And so he said, but go to the bathroom and do it. So he did and took the, took everything. And he he said, and then I came back and he goes, where's the rest of it? And he goes, well, you told me to sniff it. 
And I was like, how is this man not dead? Dude, that would totally be something that I would do, though. Like, I don't know drugs, I guess. Right. I'll do all of them. I thought you were were just being like, yeah, I want to snort stuff up my nose all the time. I was like, this is a family podcast, (laughs) ma'am. Listen, I'm not endorsing any drug use. No, we're not. We are not. We are are not your therapist. Podcast Productions does not condone the use of drugs or any illegal substances. Please check in with your local authorities. Right. Like, use that common sense that you're supposed to have. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's been so funny what, like, the celebrities are doing in their houses. Oh my God. Yeah. And going, (laughs) my life's so hard. Oh my god, I'm so tired of this quarantine. I have been in all 53 rooms of my mansion. Right. <laughs> god, I would be in like a different room of my mansion every day. Right? I'd be like, I'm doing the the blue room today. Today I'll be in the library, followed by the games room. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like just playing glue. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Um, what else? <laughs> um, I've been really wanting to watch scary movies. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, like, I know you saw, but I rewatched Scream the other day. Harold had never seen it. Yeah, I love Scream so much. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and it's like, what's so funny is it's just like such a joke on scary movies. Yeah, and I loved it. It was such a cool movie. But hold up. The Lindsay Lohan song is called Back to Me. Which isn't a good sign. Because she's, she's been back to herself several times in the past couple of years. Right. Well, hopefully this is... Hopefully this isn't this as bad as Lohan time. Beach Club was. Right. That was a mess. But also somebody um talked about do you remember back in like the early two thousands when she and Paris Hilton and Britney Spears had beef? I think so. Yeah, so when somebody Paris was actually like a big thing. Yeah, because there's like the famous photo of her getting in the car with them. Well apparently yes. it's like the ten year anniversary of it. Which makes you feel old, right? Um, Shit, yep. And uh, so they, somebody went on Twitter and broke everything down of, like, what had happened. And it was very interesting. The tea was popping hot. What happened? Uh, so basically, Paris and Lindsay were really close for a while. And um, then something happened where I think it was like Lindsay was was fooling around with Paris's boyfriend or something like that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And so they started having beef. Well, Paris started talking shit about Lindsay. And so then like everybody knew who it was about. So then all the media started going nuts about it and like getting Lindsay to comment. And so she would say, like, I don't understand why she's saying that, but she's a bitch. <laughs> oh, 
and so then it would go yeah yeah so like they were like going back and forth with each other and so one night like one of them like paris attacked Lindsay one night and then another night supposedly allegedly i should say um and then so then like Lindsay tried to attack her another night and this was the infamous night so then basically Paris comes back years later now and says that because they were her and Britney Spears were out partying and they were walking back to Paris's car and Lindsay was behind them so the paparazzi was going nuts taking pictures of everybody Right. And so then Lin- Lindsay just jumped into Paris's car. Oh. And yeah, and so so Paris said that she like later that she felt like she didn't want to embarrass her right. by like kicking her out of the car so she let her stay in the car and drove back to her house and That's then she so was awkward. like yeah, and she was like, Brittany and I just ended up, like, going to bed. And then, I guess, Lindsay got a cab. Alright. But, uh, yeah, it was just weird. But Brittany, poor Brittany Spears was stuck in the middle of that. I was gonna say, what did she have to do with it? Yeah. Nothing. Not a thing. But what a time, man. What a time. Oh, it's so weird. Also, um... I'm super bummed because tonight is the series finale of Schitt's Creek. It is? Yeah, tonight's it. Oh, no. It is the end. Okay. And, like, you're behind. So you don't know what happened last episode. And, huh. I'm scared. Yeah. And, like, what's worse to add more salt to the wound? They're doing the episode, the finale. Then they're doing an hour-long documentary after. <laughs> so everyone, they know. Yeah, they like they're gonna like basically have us like crying, depressed, and devastated. And then they know they're gonna be able to hook us in to watching the documentary after, because then that gives us one more hour that we can be in it. We're so, still part of the story for a little bit. Yeah. Dan said basically in an interview today that like, you know, he basically wants to wait. And if a very compelling story comes to him, they'll either do like a Christmas special or a movie. That'd be so... Oh my god, a Christmas special would be so cute. Well, they've already done one, though. I mean, I know, but, like, I, I, different one. I know. I'd rather have a movie. <laughs> I mean, a movie would be great. Because I just need that. If, like, if we're going back to that, I need that time to get ready. Right. Because this show has just been so much to me. It's so interesting. It's like, I remember when I first heard about it and people were like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, cool, maybe I'll watch it. And I know. And then you were so resistant to be so wonderful. Yeah. You were so resistant at the beginning. 
I really was. <laughs> you were like, I, I wanted to hate everyone. Things. I hate everything everyone likes. Yeah. But, like, you also, I think you just hated them because of how terrible they were. And that's valid. Oh, they were really annoying. But, I mean, and, and not to say that they aren't still annoying. But I think after it's so long, matter. you get to know them and you get to know that it's not necessarily from a bad place. Right. And that they're genuinely good people. But my it's little Alexis. Oh my god, Alexis. Uh, she's grown so much and I'm so proud of her. I know. She's just, she's my little nugget. And I saw a thing, almost made me cry last night. They they were showing like little clips from this, I think, documentary. And they had um, Annie, who plays Alexis. And uh, I can't remember his name, bless his heart, but the guy that plays Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were doing like an an interview together about it and he was just kind of like he he was like I've never had a scene partner in my career that I've felt this comfortable with as I do with her and it's so Aww. just so cute how they were together these are just amazing people yeah I, I just don't think we'll ever have a show like this again it's, yeah, it's it's so interesting, like, the different trailblazers we have in TV. Mm. Oh, wait, that reminds me. I need to, One Day at a Time came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, it's on Pop. I'm so glad that they picked it up. Yeah, I watched one of them after Shit's Creek the other night, and it was really good. Okay, cool. Well, then let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for a little hanging out with us guys um if you yeah. want to tell us what you're doing in the coronavirus uh send us an email um at we are not your therapist podcast at gmail.com and uh we'll catch you at the oh. flip side well, we're yeah i don't know what's happening we're delaying